A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. How to apply the focus of being a TV news anchor to your regular everyday life. And for that, I'd like to welcome Manisha Tank. She is a news anchor and moderator based here in Singapore, originally from the UK. You'll know her from uh, the BBC and CNN. She continues to freelance for CNN here in Singapore. Welcome to Money FM. Great to be here. Yeah. Now, I'm looking forward to this because I'm a, I'm a news presenter too, and I think there are some tips that we can give to people in their business lives or in their everyday life from being a TV news anchor. Firstly, just tell us about your background and what you've done, how long you've done it, and, and where you've done it. Okay, so I've been doing this a sort of connection to broadcasting for 20 years, more than 20 years, and it actually started with a quest to become a lawyer, of course. Um, And that was all because I was just interested in everything. I think I was always thinking about very academic professions, but professions where you could meet all sorts of people who had all sorts of experiences. Um, Anyway, went to university and realized how much work you need to do uh, and how much you need to study. And, you know, when you're a student, you do think about money a lot and you get to a point where you think, okay, let's maybe consider dropping the academia and find a vocation, get out there and start earning some money. So the law thing never really happened, but then I didn't know what I wanted to do. I only knew three things. One was that I wanted to leave my hometown, which was this coastal town in England, and I wanted to be somewhere bigger, somewhere more expansive. And I definitely wanted to travel. That was the second thing. It was international travel. And the third thing was being connected to an international organization. I needed to feel that sense of oneness with the world. So it was never the money or ambition to sort of be somebody. It was to find certain experiences. And just by a set of magical coincidences, actually, I was pushed by my mother to take a job interview to be a production assistant on a big breakfast news show in the UK. And I got through to the final round. So clearly, that was an indication that I might have the skills for this type of work. And that was then, you know, the path to doing a a broadcast journalism diploma after university. And that was a springboard into other things. And it's just been a magical journey, one thing after another, sort of honestly landing on my plate. I've never really had to sit and do a proper job interview because somehow when you go with the flow, things just work out. And of course, you know, you wanted to be a lawyer initially, but there are skills and attributes of being a lawyer that you can apply, I guess, to being a broadcast journalist and an anchor, right? Yeah, I think if this is a universal thing. I think that there are certain skills and traits that you need to get you through any career. I think one of the things is you've got to find your joy in something. When I would get up in the studio, and as you know, people think that studios are separate from the newsroom. But, you know, in CNN, we had in Hong Kong, we had just a curtain separating us from the newsroom. And we only ever drew the curtain when the noise from the newsroom was particularly bad. So you're right there uh, with your team. There's sort of no blockage. And you have to be in that space. And even though it's not cut off from the world, so to speak, just the joy of being there, being in that position... That was everything to me. And I think everybody needs to think about that when you're thinking about career. What is, what is my joy factor in this, number one? And the irony of that type of focus is you have to stand back and see the big picture before you can understand where your true focus is. And focus is what it's all about. And this is perhaps something that we can apply from our news presenting days to regular life. You mentioned, you know, at CNN in Hong Kong, there's a curtain separating the um, broadcast space from the newsroom. So being a news presenter, surely one thing that is very important is that focus and the ability to look at something that's important and, and put everything else aside, right? Yeah, it should never be about you. 
I was always, and I still am, conscious of the fact that I have to take me out of the equation. It's actually all about the people you're serving. And who are you serving? You're serving the mass audience. You're serving all of those people in their, in their households, in their living rooms, who want to understand something about the world. And actually, what are they looking for? They're looking to connect, again, to that sense of oneness about the world, to find relevance and to find meaning and find purpose. So your job is to step into that frame and say, how can I best provide this for these people? And again, that's something that no matter what job you do, whether you're a TV news anchor or you're a lawyer or whatever you do. Or a salesperson. Or a salesperson. It, it, absolutely. For me, it's always about the customer. It's always about the audience. It's always about providing that service. And how do I muster the best skills in myself to be able to do that? That is the thrill. That's the thrill. So you're tuning in to what the audience needs at that time, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you would think then, therefore, that we would always be monitoring um, our audience feedback. And audience feedback is fascinating. I remember being with the BBC and sitting down with our sort of audience management team. Um, and this is when I worked for BBC World. And it was the first time quite early in my BBC career where we sort of sat down and we were told, yes, yeah, so we broadcast into 250 million Households, and I remember that figure just blowing me away. Um, and you could look—you could hear a figure like that and become overwhelmed. But your focus again—you don't see it as 250 million households. It doesn't overwhelm you. You see it as this sort of this one audience, this sort of almost sort of focus it in your mind. It's just one entity that you're serving. Because if you get lost in the overwhelm of that, you would never be able to do, do your job. It'd be really difficult. And I'm sure you would understand. Yeah, indeed. We're speaking to Manisha Tank. She's a news anchor and moderator. We know her from uh, CNN and, and BBC. And getting towards uh, the moderating side of things, and uh, this focus, again, is important because I've seen what you've done on stage with lots of people. It could be thousands of people in the audience. And that can be overwhelming. A lot of people out there are scared of public speaking. How do you do it when you're out there on stage? Well, it's back to joy again. I, I love it. Actually, I love that thrill of connecting with the audience. And again, it's that the focus there again is on what is it the audience wants to get out of this? I do the FinTech Festival quite regularly. So I remember the first year I did it and I was under the impression that there would be 200 people in the audience. And it was the keynote for that day. We had a British minister in town and Supnendu Mohanty, who um, is the fintech officer, czar of Singapore, right. was there. And uh, Supnendu was really excited about this. And um, some, somewhere along the line, someone had I'd asked, you know, how many people be in the audience? And one of the CNN press team said, oh, it'll be 200 people. And then I walk into this room, I walk onto this stage and there's 2000 wow. people in the audience. Yeah, I suppose you could go into overwhelm, but that's not what I'm there for. I'm there to have a conversation. I'm there to focus on the details. I'd thoroughly research my subject. You know, Brexit was all, you know, that was the big subject. So there we had a British minister on the stage and we were able to get into that conversation. And then you pick up on how the audience is responding. And when we talked about Brexit, you could just feel the engagement in the in the air. The sort of interest was palpable. So you just run with that narrative. You don't think about the 2,000 people. All you think about is, what am I here to do? What are, how am I here to serve you? And it's to make sure that we have this conversation and that we talk about all the things that you want us to talk about. So I, I'm absolutely thrilled. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I always think it's important to focus on what 
is really crucial information, you know, because there are so many facts, aren't there, when we're a news broadcaster or a presenter. You know, there's different information here and there, but we really have to, like, pin it down, don't we, to what is important. And this can be applied in our everyday life too. Absolutely. I mean, you've got three kids, for example. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, I think for anyone anywhere in any career, no matter what you're doing, just break it down into the really simple things in life. Certainly when you're a news anchor, it's all about the who, what, where, why, when, when, all that stuff, all the W's. Mm. So you just cover all of your bases. I think headlines are really important. Headlines are really difficult to write. People don't realize this. I always found it really difficult to write a news package without a headline. You have to think up top. What is that one message that I'm trying to get through to these people? And I think it's the same when you have three children and you're trying to explain <laughs> some complex subject when you help with homework or even getting them to eat your breakfast. Mm. Like You can't go into some big sort of, well, you should eat your breakfast and not have an explanation. I think when you actually engage with the children or whoever, you've always got to go into the into the why and then the why can take you in many different directions, right? Just keeping that focus and just saying, what am I really trying to say here? That's always really important, certainly as a TV news anchor. We're speaking to Manisha Tank, news anchor and moderator, about applying TV news anchor focus in your life. How do you deal with nerves when you're on stage, uh, you know, when you're looking down the barrel and 250 million people are watching around the world? How do you deal with it? You know, someone told me a story once and I thought this was a great uh, lesson. It was a college football coach and he was telling, talking to his players just before they went on the field for a very big game. It was a championship game. He said, oh, sons, there are 1.5 billion Chinese who don't give a damn about what's going to happen now. (laughs) Perspective, right? Yeah. I think you don't dwell on what people are going to say about you. You have to have some confidence in your own skills. So nerves. Oh, this is a a really tough question, actually. I don't remember ever being particularly nervous. I was always thrilled to get up onto the set and deliver a new show. Never had any nerves about that. Getting up in front of 2,000 people to moderate an event, I think it's just you don't focus on the audience, you focus on what you're, you're there to do. Or focus on one person that you look at sometimes yeah, in the audience yeah. rather than looking at 2,000. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, half the time you can't see them Yeah. because when you look out into a big audience like that, the lights are on you. Mm. And from a physical point of view, you just can't see them because the lights are not on the audience. It's all on you and you can't see beyond that. The one time I can say I was very nervous and I don't think I dealt with it very well was uh, for CNN has a show called Talk Asia and we interviewed in Hong Kong Ed Sheeran and this was my first ever Talk Asia and oh wow and it's a big name it, yeah it's a big name and you know I can't say that I knew too much about Ed Sheeran at that point you know you do a lot of research mm. and no matter how many articles you read about that particular star it's a completely different experience when you're in the room with them. And I think we would have had a lot more fun in that interview and I would have been a lot less nervous if his whole entourage had not been in the corner of the room. (laughs) (laughs) So so that got me really nervy because I knew that they were the management. Mm. And then you go into this sort of, oh, you know. Second guessing what's going to, how they're going to react to something. Absolutely. So I wasn't worried about, you know, being slightly in awe of this amazingly talented pop star. It was more because the management were in the corner. And I kept thinking, oh, I've got to hit the right, I've got to hit the right note here. No pun intended. Mm. Um, you know, otherwise they may never come back. <laughs> mm, yeah, sure. So what other tips would you say, you know, from being a news presenter you could share with uh, people out there about uh, keeping that focus and, and just like, you know, getting the best out of what you do and, and being the best that you can? Yeah, I think it's exactly that. It's about being the best that you can. And you always know when you haven't been your best. So if you can always look in the mirror and say, yeah, I gave it my all. It's all on you, right? It's your responsibility to yourself. I think there's 
a lot of pressure in the media industry and certainly in broadcasting to worry too much about what other people think. And when that's your focus, you will never be your best. You've got to just, like I said before, you've got to find your joy. You've got to find your sweet spot and be brave enough to go with the flow and run with those things that you know make your heart sore. It sounds all sort of very lovey-dovey and a bit (laughs) esoteric in some ways. But everyone I've ever met who loves what they do That's the reason they love what they do, because they just follow their heart. They have a very sort of broad idea of where they want to go. So the focus is a broad focus. But when you get too specific about something, you're more likely to be disappointed because there are more opportunities that won't meet your narrow criteria. So, you know, it's all about keeping it broad, but having a few really grand ideas about where you want to go with something. So it's been an amazing journey for me. I've had so many different experiences. It's never been about the money. It's always been about the experience. And it's always been about just finding that joy and trying new things, always trying new things. Yeah, I think it's very important not to worry what people think. And I think I took about 30 years of my career to discover that. Uh, And also being in the moment. I think one thing of being a news presenter, it teaches you to stay in the moment. Because if you look too far ahead, you're going to trip up, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, very much. You've got to be in the moment. Just go with the flow. Take the next step. And again, this can be applied to everyday life. Stay in the moment, take the next step, and don't think too far ahead. Although you have to be aware of what's ahead, don't you, as a news presenter? You have to be aware of everything. I remember doing a show for BBC World once, and we had a thing called Open Talkback, and I'm sure you're quite familiar with this. Yes, Open Talkback is when you can hear the director, you can hear everything going on in the background. And the British system tends to use that, whereas the US system tends to have quiet talkback, where you only get uh, you only hear when the director speaks to you directly, rather than the Open Talkback. And I think Australia, it's been a while since I I work there. I think they have open talk back too. Yeah. So obviously I've experienced both because I was at the BBC Mm. for a while and then CNN. We were doing a world business report once and things do go wrong in the control room. Like it happens. Yes, it does. So so suddenly a two and a half minute news package that we were supposed to run towards the end of the show. I can hear the director saying, we haven't got it. We haven't got it. He's warning me that that this, whatever this was, we had a technical problem and and the VT just wouldn't run. So the the, the video video wouldn't run. yeah. Yeah. And um, we had a market segment, which was all controlled by me. So it was a graphics program that would run all the market numbers, you know, the NASDAQ. Oh, yes, yes. You know, (laughs) the NYSE, (laughs) all that stuff, the FTSE. So that was always my go-to. So as the anchor, you have this perspective, even though you can only hear everything that's going on. You're the only one who can stop the train wreck if it's about to occur. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Train wreck is a good description. Exactly. So this VT goes down and I'm... And and the director's telling me while I'm speaking in another read to camera, so I'm fully, full frame on camera. And while I'm speaking, I sort of had to perfect these nods while I was speaking so that my director could understand that I'm responding to him because you can't type. You can't suddenly stop and say, yeah, don't worry about the VT. I'll cover it. (laughs) But he knew. He could Uh, see from my eye contact on camera and he could see from my gesturing on camera that I that I had it covered. So um, I was able to do, you know, two and a half minutes of backfilling on my own, just ad-libbing, which was that was my favorite type of thing to happen (laughs) because that's where you really earn your money in a way or you earn your lack of money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well put. All right. We'd like to thank Manisha Tank, news anchor and moderator. Many thanks, Manisha. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.